Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to today's episode. Hope you're all excited like I am today. (laughs) This week was amazing because we finally opened the door to the Shewins membership. It's amazing to have you guys in the membership. For people who don't know what the Shewins membership is, it's a coaching program that gives you the tools, the strategies, and the system that you need to build a profitable and thriving online business. We provide you with a roadmap to get you to where you want to be. So if you're thinking about starting your online business, or if you just started and you're looking to grow, then this membership is for you. We had so much amazing feedback about this membership. And if you listen to the previous episode, you know that we are on a mission to empower 1 million women to start their own online business. And we are so excited about it because that's absolutely amazing. We want you to do what you love. You want you to earn money doing something you really love. So if you want to join the She Wins membership, head over to shewinsmastermind.com slash membership or just check the show notes. On Friday, prices are going to increase. So make sure you secure yourself the best monthly price. Welcome to a cup of tea. Welcome to A Cup of Tea with me. My name is Fatia and I'm your host. Within this mini show inside the Shewins podcast, we discuss everything self-love, self-care, mindset, mental health, physical health, and all things lifestyle that a woman wants to know. So let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello, hello. Today I'm having a cup of tea with Zani B. Davis. She's a hypnobirthing and life coach. Yeah, before you go thinking about what hypnobirthing really means, just know that I didn't know what hypnobirthing was until I met Zani. I didn't even know if I could pronounce it correctly. <laughs> so just know you're not the only one if you don't know what hypnobirthing is. But I'm really happy to have Zani here because she's going to enlighten us about hypnobirthing, what it is, and how it works. So welcome to the show, Zani. How are you today? Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Very, very good. So let's get into it. Just tell us a little bit more about your background and how you got started in this unique uh, niche, let's say. How do you even say it? Hypnobirthing. Hypnobirthing, yeah. It's quite, you know, I said to people, it, it seems to be like really new. It sounds like it's new, but it's actually an age-old technique that's been around for centuries, but it's obviously just been coming back on trend now, you know what I mean? Because obviously everybody wants to go back to that natural part of things, which obviously I agree with completely. So that's a little bit more about me. Um, you might be wondering like where this accent is from. 
I'm from the Caribbean island of St. Vincent and the Grenadines originally, and my husband's military, so we move around quite a bit. Um, we've lived in, you know, multiple different countries, and now we're here in the UK, so there's not a British accent, <laughs> but that's my background. And basically how I got into hypnobirthing was my own personal experience, and I'd say this to everybody, like, if it can work for me, it can work for anyone, because I remember um, before I got pregnant, you know, my husband and I were married for like five years, and we finally decided, okay, we we're ready to start our family. And to me, this was like really um, a scary new territory for me. Because even though I knew I wanted to become a mom, I was scared of everything. I was scared of the birth. I was scared of the labor pain. I was scared of hospital. You know, I was like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? And on top of that, I was scared of actually becoming a mother, being responsible Aww. for another child. I was like, oh my gosh, like this yeah. is a big deal kind of thing. Mm. And, you know, obviously with everything that's was around me too like my mom she had a c-section so there was a section for all three of us um, my, my sisters and i my sister herself she had a really horrible experience during her um birth experience with her son she was like in labor for over 24 hours and oh my god yeah, I was like, oh my god, I cannot do this. Because <laughs> she's the complete opposite of me. Yeah. I cannot do this. Oh. <laughs> so I was like dead scared. And I remember speaking to a friend of mine because I'm like usually into this, you know, I think people see me as a really relaxing person. Yeah. So I remember speaking to a friend of mine and she, she did hypnobirthing and she said to me, this would be perfect for you. Okay. You know, you're into meditation, you're into this relaxation thing. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what is this? the birthday tell me <laughs> and so she told me about it and that was like a year before I mm-hmm. even got pregnant and yeah I remember thinking about it mm-hmm. looking to it or anything that was when we were living in Cyprus at the time okay so, um, fast forward to like two years like a year and a half now we moved to the UK we got pregnant after trying for over a year we finally got pregnant and then it just so happened literally I did not speak to anybody about this my midwife just mentioned to me there's a hypnobirthing course available in my okay area. i know so like this is a sign from god <laughs> <laughs> that you need to get into it <laughs> honestly it was just so surreal because i never mentioned it to my midwife or anything so when mm. she said this to me i was like this is definitely it and the first, I mean, it was basically a four-week session and the yeah. first class i was just a different person my mindset was completely different mm. i was like so excited now i was relaxed i was calm i was not scared and i said to people um i've never been punched so much as it was when i was pregnant i had blood drawn almost every appointment and i hate needles mm. and to say that i made it through those things i uh, definitely credit it to give me wow yeah so tell us a little bit more about what is hypnobirthing yeah totally so hypnobirthing the definition basically it's like a pain management method mm. that you use during childbirth right but okay. the thing is what i love about hypnobirthing is that you can use it during pregnancy and you can also use the techniques during um motherhood mm. so basically you're using some deep therapeutic techniques throughout the entire practice it's relaxation techniques mm. breathing techniques visualization techniques so it's all about your mindset it's about working on that mind the fear you know and what people don't realize a lot especially if you don't realize this until you're in that personal development space where you you know want to work on yourself you realize that every single experience including 
physical experiences and pain and everything it comes from that mind yeah this is what hypnobirthing does to you so you, mm. you know you're learning these techniques in order to manage that pain and yeah. even to manage your own mindset when it comes to um even things further along past the childbirth as mm. like postnatal and all of these things even life life situations in general you can use these techniques for okay okay that's really interesting because obviously I, I probably you wasn't the only one that was scared about giving birth i know there's a lot of people like oh my god how am i gonna go through all this and that's something that people you guys you can consider it probably just go and check it out but tell us a little bit more about this how do you get started in hypnobirthing so before you go into that let me just give you a bit about my own experience with it mm -hmm. so as i said before like you know after the first class, it, my mindset had changed completely. And so I remember going, doing the practices, like obviously knowing and feeling in my heart that it's gonna be, it's, this is the thing you have to kind of believe. And as I said with everything in life, like you've got to believe in the things that you're doing, right? Mm -hmm. So I remember practicing, doing the visualization, doing the relaxation techniques and everything. And then when it came to actually giving birth, um, I was in labor before three hours max which is amazing, something that yeah. I didn't, and then I only, as actually, I gave birth naturally, so I didn't even use any painkillers or anything, which is absolutely amazing, and we were out of the hospital the very next day, we were actually supposed to leave the same day, but I happened to, like, lose a bit more blood than that was normal, mm -hmm. and so it just kept me overnight for um, observation, but we were out the very next day, which is absolutely, like, fantastic, so mm -hmm. these are the benefits that you can get from the birth, and I say to people, um, just the fact that you get a shorter labels, you do not need to have more, um, basically you can opt out of having medication because the pain is not that terrible because mm. you know how to manage it with the techniques that you're going to be going to through the birth. Okay. And that's the beauty about it, mm -hmm. right? So as I said before, it's a practice and that's what I want people to realize. It, you know, it's just information based and it's just working on you. So mm. a lot of people may say, oh, well, this is all like a new thing. But as I said from the beginning, it's not a new thing. It's something age old has been happening. Because obviously women have been given birth for centuries. Yeah. Medical intervention and epidural and all these things came into play. We've been doing it. And this is just what hypnobirth means to me. It's mm. taking you back to using your instincts, which is obviously your God-created um, ability to do what you were created to do instead of relying on medical intervention, yeah. and, you know, these artificial drugs and everything else so you can do it and that's it mm. so where should someone start practicing so uh i would advise you to practice uh, basically as soon as you can right mm. but it will be more effective i think if you do it probably closer to your duty just because mm. you know you're probably you're preparing during that time so at this time you're probably more intense about what you're doing more uh, intentional about the practice because obviously if you're doing it way before then you might just be like oh well my duty is like you know eight months seven months away and mm. you're not going to be taking it as seriously but if you do it closer probably say between 30 to probably 35 weeks during that mm. time you have enough time to practice and practice it even more intently probably twice or three times a day and then obviously that's going to be going into your subconscious more regularly mm. and then it's going to come naturally for you to just relax right yeah. um, another thing i like to say as well is like 
the funny thing is that um you know a lot of people say to you oh when you when you go and give birth it's fine like you know what to do blah 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 but to be honest this is not true just <laughs> the human body i mean you can imagine when you're in a lot of pain it's very difficult for you to relax so especially yeah it's so people, true even people will say to you if you just relax you'll be fine right it's easier said than done exactly the birthday is teaching you how to actually relax and do it basically on automatic even mm. when you're you're going through this pain because you know we know childbirth is painful you know your body is going through a lot your, your cervix is opening mm. and all of these things are happening for a head to go through that canal yeah. all this stuff gonna come with pain but you're gonna learn during hypnobirthing how to relax your body how to just let go of the overthinking and everything else and allow your body to do what it needs to do and that's just it Mm. What about you? When did you start it with uh, your practicing? So, uh, as well as I say, you know, because I'm really, I was always into um, relaxation and meditation mm. and everything. I think it came pretty easy for me. So, okay. if, I, if I did my, my, my first class, I think I was about um, 32 weeks, I think, mm-hmm. at that time. So, I just went into it very seamlessly because I was just like, I believe in this. I believe that my mindset matters. I believe if I work on, on, on you know, that part of my fears and everything is overcoming those things that I'm going to get the results that I desire. So I was doing it and obviously I would practice every single day. I would put on my scripts because a lot of visualization scripts just to get you into that relaxation mood, mm. do my practicing, aromatherapy, all of these things. And so I would practice right up to the very last. And, I, and Zaina, which is my daughter, she was actually six days overdue. And mm. so at that time I was like, oh my goodness, I'm ready. <laughs> and i think that that makes the whole experience easier because you're prepared like a lot of time i think we 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 overreact and we have more pain even because we're not prepared and we're overthinking it and we're making it like worse than it actually is and preparation is definitely definitely helps i think because of that as well exactly and and one of the key points that we address in hypnobirthing is the fear and we have a cycle that we show so the fear Mm. is the is actually the beginning of all the pain because Mm. the fear is what channeling tension and it you know causes a lot of pain yeah. When you overcome that fear, those, as I said before, preparation is key. Because when you prepare, you feel more confident. You have all of your toolkits, you know, your, you have everything to address these mm. things that are going to happen for you. So once you can address those fears and you know, you know, you're over, you overcome them, you feel more confident, then all you have now is just expectation and you're just ready to kind of move yeah. all the tools that you've been practicing. Yeah, I definitely agree. It just shows you the power of the mind. And mm. that's why I love hypnobirthing so much. And even after you're pregnant, and you've given birth you can apply these techniques for everything just as you said you know yeah. um, period pains whatever it may be you know maybe to surgery or whatever mm. yeah. you're afraid of heights or flights or whatever it's the same mm. techniques that you get to use because you're addressing the fear yeah so you're very entrepreneurial tell us a little bit about how you actually got started in entrepreneurship when did you first think let me do something different Oh, okay, that's very strange. Okay, um, I think this all started while I was living in Cyprus, and this would have been, to be honest, we've been here three years. So this would have been probably five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working in a typical admin job, as I said, my husband's military. So I have a I have a bachelor's degree in travel and tourism. Yeah, which is quite strange. <laughs> 
<laughs> but due to my husband's um, job, I've never been able to kind of like practice my degree or do any job related to that, you know, just kind of fall in, as I said, keep moving to country to country. And yeah. so, while I was in Cyprus, I was working at admin job, and I remember thinking, um, we were inevitably knew we were coming to the UK, and I said, um, I want to be able to do my own business. I know, obviously, we want to start a family, and I'm thinking, you know, we hear all of these things, a childcare is so expensive in the UK, mm. <laughs> I have a strong desire to do my own business. I've always kind of felt that way. My dad in the Caribbean, he had his own little business as well. So I kind of grew up around that kind of mm. entrepreneurial spirit. Um, but the thing is, was like, what? What am I going to do business in? So I remember like every day when I have my free time, and I did have a lot of free time when I was in Central. Yeah. My husband worked constantly as I'm always on my own. Mm. And I would always be like, you know, researching and mm. doing all of these research and everything until I decided, you know what, I'm going to probably do something around travel and tours and everything as I had that degree. Yeah. And so I started off. And I still do it. We do tours in St. Vincent and Grenadines. So okay. I had a website and I was I built like tour packages and stuff. And mm. then my parents on the island, they conducted the tours. I was still that there. It's no trouble. That's good. So that was the beginning of it. Mm. And then I, I said to myself, well, like, I wasn't as involved in that business as you may imagine. Because I was, you know, thousands of miles away. I was mm. just basically connecting with the guests and, yeah. you know, connecting them to the tours and everything. Mm. And so I thought I wanted to do something more on I wanted to help women mm. and I wanted to be able to give them an opportunity to say you know what we do not you know as I said before if you have if you're a family you have you have kids and everything you have that option to do your own thing and make up with the money without relying on working outside of the home and just slowly like that you know I keep going into that and I always love the aspect of life coaching I came across that basically I came across it because at that time um, the online thing was really getting on I think that would have been 2017 Okay. And I thought to myself, like, I would love to support women in that way and just encourage them with that mindset part of things. Mm-hmm. And when it was to me, you know, you're so positive, you know, you're so motivating. Yeah. And so that's where I got started. And then obviously everything changed when I got pregnant and mm-hmm. I gave birth and I experienced hypnobirthing. And after yeah. I had that experience, I said to myself, I remember thinking, oh my goodness, I want to give more women this opportunity. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. You know, that you can actually give birth without that pain and all that drama and the stress of 24 hours labor you know <laughs> this was just my goal and so i remember six weeks to be honest six weeks after my daughter was born i remember starting my book i just thought like i have got to write this down and i just wanted to write down all of my experience my entire experience with the hypnobirth in my journey and i wrote a book about it that i self-published on amazon um a couple months ago yeah t- tell us a little bit more about that book so the book, as I said, I started it six weeks after Zeno was born. So I remember everybody was thinking, saying to me, how did you do that with a newborn? <laughs> but, you know, I was so, and I think that obviously attributed that to hypnobirthing as well. Obviously, the support of my family, my husband and everything else. You know, she was such a good behaved baby. And so during the day, I would obviously spend time with her and everything. But the minute she went down... I would have some time for myself. And I remember thinking, like, I've got to put down this experience. I've got to write mm-hmm. this down. I don't, I don't ever want to forget this. And so my book, it basically takes you through the journey of my pregnancy mm-hmm. and my whole mindset behind that. I think you through my hypnobirth and experience, like, everything. I remember I have a couple of reviews on it. It was a good bit of reviews, actually. And one of them was like, oh, my goodness, I feel like I was in the hospital room with you. <laughs> I go so in-depth into everything. So yeah. it's really, really, um, 
yeah, it's really in-depth. And then I speak with the final part, which is my new motherhood journey and everything that I'm experiencing now and I'm learning as a new mom and, you know, for the future. So that's like my book in, um, yeah. <laughs> so what's the name of your book and how can people get it? Okay, it's on Amazon Kindle and it's called The Power of Hypnobirthing, My Pregnancy and Empowering Natural Birth Story and How It Can Help You. <laughs> Very long title yeah. by myself, Zanibara Davis, but it is so good. I'm telling you, it's so in-depth. Everybody says to me, like, if I feel like if I'm, I was there with you. So if you want to have a positive um, birth story, if you want to hear about, you know, stories that are good and really uplifting and, you know, apart from what you're hearing on the news and, and you know, and this is another thing I keep saying to people, like, it's so sad that we always hear about the horror stories about birth. You always mm -hmm. hear about the long hours and you always hear about the horrible um, experiences that women have, but you very rarely hear about the positive experiences, mm -hmm. the one that go really well. And so I wanted to share that with, with everybody because I really consider mine to be miraculous. As I said before, like I did lose a, a bit of blood because of um, the intensity of and how quick my labor came on as well. But due to i think the mindset that i had i remember even when the doctor said to me like you know you've lost two liters of blood we're a bit you know we're a bit worried about you want to keep your eyes on you you may have to have a blood transfusion and i remember thinking i said to my husband i'm not having a blood transfusion i'm gonna be fine i'm gonna build back up my blood <laughs> and during that minute the midwife said to me just keep hydrated keep drinking you have your fun drinks i drank about six liters of water <laughs> i'm not lying i drank so much what i was really exhausted mm. i was thirsty but i just kept drinking water i kept saying to myself i'm not getting a blood transfusion i'm mm. going to be okay and i just kept going and by the end of the day when they came and they did a check on me they, they, the doctors and the nurses were in disbelief because my blood was back up to normal mm -hmm. i did not need a blood transfusion <laughs> I was like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I think you you manifested the fact that you don't need blood, the blood transfusion. Yeah, I remember seeing it, and my husband was like, okay, because he knows me. I was like, nope, I'm not getting one. I'm gonna be totally fine. And I just got to the instructions. I got to it, and then, as I said, like it was the next day, we were out, you know, clear. Everything was perfect. Both this baby and I were fine, and we were back home the very next day. So it's the power of the mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, what's your favorite book or book that changed everything for you? I'm a very big reader, to be honest. I love psychological stuff. I love, as I said, I love personal development. And one of my favorite ones that I've read relatively re recently, because before all of, you know, getting into business and stuff, I was a huge uh, fiction reader. I would love, like, mm. you know, little comedy books and stuff. But then as I got older, I want, I, I'm now into just personal development. I just yeah. love everything. So one of my favorite ones is called Psycho Cybernetics. I have it right here. It's one of my favorite books, and it's really so deep because it's a lot about mindset and everything else. Mm. And I really love the concept that this bring, brings home to you about like what you have the power over. Mm -hmm. And of course, yeah. And I think one of the old old school ones would have been Think and Grow Rich. You know, you know that these books, yeah, personal development and building yourself. Okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have a mantra? Ah, well, I'm a, I'm a Christian believer, so obviously, you know, I love to use my memory verses and my um, my Bible verses for, 
you know, my own inspiration and everything. But one of my favorite is that my that fear is not real. That it's just a thought. Mm. And that's one of the things that we express and we help to enforce a lot during hypnobirthing. Because as I said before, the fear is the big, big rider in causing that pain and that drama and in everything in life, you know? So yeah. I remember I said, the fear is not real. It's mm. just a thought. And so... Once we can overcome that, then we'll be fine. <laughs> Definitely. What's the biggest lesson you've learned in your entrepreneurship journey? Uh, my biggest lesson, I think, is just trusting and being patient. Because mm. I think when you get started, like you, you know, obviously you see a lot of people with their big um, success and everything. And you're thinking, oh, I'm just going to jump right in and everything's going to work out for me. And uh, that's not the real world. Exactly. You know? it, it, it takes you learning, feeling starting again you know but one of the things i like to remind myself is like don't quit just rest and that's why i love self-care so much <laughs> i like that self-care <laughs> like that's a big big thing in my my own life and before my daughter came we used to be big travelers and we still are but obviously with everything that's happening now you know we would travel and that's like was my self-care mantra like yeah just, you know see the world be adventurous and everything else and so i just want to remind myself during my own journey to be patient and just trust Trust the process, trust God, trust faith, you know, have faith that your goals, they can be achieved. And it's just that it may not happen overnight, but it will happen as long as you just keep going. Definitely, definitely. So you spoke about failure. What's the failure that you learned the biggest lesson from? (laughs) Uh, I think for me, I'm not a person who dwells a lot on failure. You know, it takes me a lot to go through my negatives. I think... Positives always pop out to me more mm, than negatives yeah, yeah, yeah. things like that. But I think my failure, my biggest one would have been um just jumping into things too quickly. I think mm. that's with me. I'm a risky I'm a risk taker. Yeah. Like that. And I don't I don't naturally think things through. So mm. I if, if a good idea speaks up to me and I some you know something just like, jump into some, it. Yeah, I I'm jump the same. Right into it and I don't normally uh, which is not always good, you know. And I yeah. remember um going into a project with somebody and it didn't, it didn't kick off, and I invested a little bit of money in it. And up to this day, you know, we're still trying to figure out how we can um, work that out because the project didn't come to play. And I just remember saying to myself, like, next time, I'm definitely going to take the time to, you know, research and just level it up. Like, you know, mm. do, do your background checks and, you know, see things for what it is and just jump in head first into it because it sounds like a brilliant idea. Yeah. Yeah, definitely research because I'm someone that that jump into it and into things like very quickly as well. I remember when I first started my business, I actually left my job. I was just like, yeah, I'm I'm all in. Like, I don't care about like, you know, because I believe that a lot of time is because we have so many options that we just like don't focus on one thing. So I was just like, if I'm going to have the job on this side, I'm really not going to make money like with my business. So I'm just like, I'm just jumping into it completely, jumping full speed and it was it was kind of a bit of a struggle but we made it at the end so it was kind of worth it (laughs) but yeah but you know it's just research that that's one thing definitely to remember even if you like jumping into things like us just research at least this google it is not gonna take you that long yeah we definitely have that in common my husband says that to me all the time he's like take the time <laughs> like, but i like the idea yeah because i think we're kind of emotional people you know we're just yeah. like yeah i like it i feel it you know 
I feel yeah. good about it. So let's just do I it. Same, same way with you with jumping in because like when we did, as I said before, like when I was thinking ahead, saying that like when we move to the UK, I don't want to go into jobs and everything mm-hmm. else, and that's exactly what I did. So when we move over, I just jumped into my business, and obviously, as you could imagine, I knew nothing about the online business. Yeah. I was just learning everything, and so you know, didn't have this struggle, and I still you know, like continue to build. And obviously, I pivoted. You know, I've kind of changed. Um, niche and you know started all over again mm. but I, I have faith because i know obviously i have a mission now i have mm-hmm. an even stronger mission i should say yeah and so i believe in that mission and so i'm going to continue to just keep going <laughs> definitely okay what's the app you can't live without i'm not big i'm not a big tech person but i think probably whatsapp just because mm. i speak to my family on it every single day you know they're back in the caribbean and like i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to survive without them oh, okay <laughs> uh, what would you do differently if you could go back in time within your oh, business I would definitely, I would have, I would have been working, you know, having a steady income and mm. starting my business on the side. That's what I, that's the only thing. I don't have regrets, but that's the only thing I think I would have changed because mm. it was such a struggle, you know, when you're trying to get your business up and you're not making an income and, you know, you, that kind of desperation kind of thing. I didn't like that because right? I love to live my life ease. Yeah. So I love when things just come easily and, you know, relatively to starting my business, mm-hmm, I would mm-hmm. regret yeah. I would always trust God and I would always just make that step. But I think with this point, I kind of plunged deep on the deep end. And so I, I, when I go back, I think about it, I'll be like, maybe I would have come and had a part time job, I got some income coming in, and then I would have just done my business on the side. But, you know, that's the way it goes. Yeah. I don't really have any regrets like in jumping into things the way I do. But if I could go back, I would definitely ask for help earlier than I did. Because with me, I like doing things by myself. I like going through things by myself. And at the beginning, obviously, it's something new. So you have so much to learn. And it was a bit of a struggle starting up, learning everything that was like there to learn. And when I actually asked for help and got help from my mentor, everything changed. Yeah, so if I could go back in time, I'll find myself a mentor earlier and listen to that mentor earlier. I think I'm not positive of you, to be honest. As I said, like, I like change to be easy. And so my husband and I, we get this kind of a back and forth because mm. I think I do ask for help, but then I don't end up and do, I don't want to say I don't do the work, but then I kind of rely on that kind of help, you know? So yeah. At the end of the day, you know, at the end of the day, you still have to do the work. Cause yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Right? Well, with me, I'm like, oh, well, I could have somebody to listen to me. I could yeah that's definitely good but with me i kind of like don't trust easily so i'm just like i know myself because i'm kind of a perfectionist and i like things to be done properly and majority i know that if i take care of it it's gonna be done properly but if i give it to someone i don't know i need it to be perfect i feel like if i can direct everything i'm like yeah you do that i can see that i like that i like that that's definitely a good thing to have. Okay, so what's the biggest um, advice you've ever received? My biggest 
different vibes. I don't know. I think it'll be from my mom, you know, like my mom has been such a obviously I think most mothers, they've just been like this constant and that like leader, isn't it? Like, yeah. I growing up, my mom would always say to me, You're a leader, not a follower. Always, like, always oh. say to me. Always. And so I think that that's where I get like my strength and my leadership personality from because I always remember saying that. Like I'm not a person who goes with the flow very easily. Yeah. I always go with what feels right to me. Mm. And I always go back to my mom and said like that and that's what I want to instill in my daughter so much as well like you know what you're a leader in a sense that you don't need to follow others you have a mind of your own you know what I mean? stand up for what you think is right for yourself mm. and do what's right by you and that's what I love yeah that's actually a great advice so how can our listeners connect with you uh, so I'm on all social well, social media, Facebook and Instagram at Zanny Byron Davis, and I have a YouTube channel as well, same name, Zanny Byron Davis, where mm-hmm. I do um, weekly, almost weekly, weekly <laughs> videos about you know different topics, hit the birthday, self care, self love, motherhood, um, and of course I have my website which is www.zannybdavis.com. Great, thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, thank you so much for having me. And for those of you who are expecting, I have a free workbook that I would like to extend to you, a hypnobirthing workbook that you can start practicing your hypnobirthing techniques on at whatever stage you are in your pregnancy. And you can find that on my website as well. Great. So go and grab it. Make sure you go and grab it. <laughs> thank you so much. It was such a pleasure speaking to you today. Oh. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at SheWins Mastermind. And also share and review this podcast. We love you and we appreciate you. Last thing but not least, if you want to join the SheWins Club, tribe or membership, make sure you head over to SheWinsMastermind.com and join the tribe. Make sure you register and join us. Thank you so much for listening and see you in the next episode.